0: Hi, and welcome to Land-Grant Holy Land Uncut. My name is Matt Tamanini. On this podcast, we bring you uncut audio from press conferences and interview breakout sessions with Ohio State players, coaches, and sometimes various and sundry other figures from the sporting world. This episode comes from Monday, August 19th's press conference and media availabilities, and will be a two-parter, one today, one tomorrow. On today's podcast, you will hear from Ryan Day as he announces that Justin Fields will be the starting quarterback for the season opener against Florida Atlantic, then reveals the seven players selected to be the 2019 Ohio State football captains, and then he finally takes questions from reporters. After that, we will hear from Justin Fields, the new starting quarterback, and two of the newly named captains, J.K. Dobbins and K.J. Hill. Then tomorrow in this podcast feed, you will hear the unedited audio from the remaining captains, Chase Young, Jordan Fuller, Tuff Borland, and C.J. Saunders. Both today and tomorrow, I will put the timestamps for when each section of the interviews begins, just in case you want to hear from a specific player. Now, if you're finding this episode on our website, landgrantholyland.com, make sure that you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, because we will be bringing you an unparalleled amount of podcast coverage, Starting this Monday, we will announce the full rundown of our shows this coming Friday, so keep an eye out for that. So make sure that you subscribe now so you get all of that delicious content in your ear holes when it is published. So, now that we've got all of that out of the way, here's Ryan Day, Justin Fields, J.K. Dobbins, and K.J. Hill.
1: Okay, um want to get started here um this weekend uh, our team um voted on captains and um you know the team selected uh seven guys as their captain uh jordan fuller jonathan cooper jk dobbins chase young Tuff borland cj saunders and kj hill uh i think that they are a great representation of the program uh they are uh, a group of guys that i think um epitomizes what we want an Ohio State football player to be. I think they understand uh, what it means uh, to be a captain and uh, very, very well-respected, unbelievable group of guys, uh, really cool. A couple of two-time guys in there. And then also um, what a great story for C.J. Saunders, somebody who comes in as a walk-on, earns a scholarship, and now uh, is captain. So uh, I know it was a lifelong dream for him, and I'm uh, really proud for him and some of the other guys. So um, those will be our captains this year. Uh, also, uh, you know, we've decided to, to name Justin the starter for the uh, the first game against uh, Florida Atlantic. Um, you know, I think all quarterbacks have done a good job this camp. Um, you know, I, I met with those guys and told them that all that really means is that Justin will be taking the first snap uh, on Saturday, and then where it goes from there, who knows? Um, you know, the stories of the national championship team and three quarterbacks playing. Everybody has to be ready to go. All guys had good camps, but but uh, Justin kind of separated himself the last week, um, so he'll be our starter. Uh, so with that, I'll take any questions.
2: Hey Ryan, is there any particular reason why you don't you didn't name a starter and just keep it as this is our guy? I mean, what
1: what was the thought process behind that? Well, I, I think anytime um, you know you're naming a starter, uh, they have to earn it. Um and how do you earn it? You, know, you earn it by playing. And uh you know, it's very hard to earn a job in, in uh you know, fifteen practices in the spring and then walking into preseason camp. Uh, you don't just give somebody a job. Uh never believed in that, never will. Uh you have to earn it. And you know, it, it's hard at quarterback, you need reps to really show what you can do. And and I think coming out of the spring, uh Justin had a good feel for the offense, but certainly was nowhere near ready to be the starter for this offense. I would say after the first week, he really wasn't there. Uh, made some mistakes, turned the ball over. And I think just now, he, he's starting to scratch the surface. I still don't think he's where he needs to be. But um, after this last week, I do feel like he's played at a starter level. And, and I think he's earned the job. Um, and we'll see where it goes from there.
2: Hey, Ryan, when you first took this job, one of the first things you did was get Justin. And all the things that occurred after that, you know, transfers that ensued, the offseason, this competition... When you made that decision, I'm assuming that you knew that a lot of that stuff could happen. Where we are today right now is your plan and that decision, in your opinion, working the way you wanted it to.
1: Yeah, I can't sit here and say that uh, there was one plan. Um, once Dwayne decided to enter the draft, uh, everything went into a tailspin, really, to be honest with you. Um, that was a very tough situation. You know, you're talking about somebody who had three years left. He comes for one year and leaves. Uh that affects recruiting, and and it's obviously a very sensitive position. And then, the opportunity to go get Justin, uh, we knew who he was in recruiting, uh, had a relationship with he and his, his dad and and his high school coach, and 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 so when he became available and, and those conversations were had, we felt like it was a great fit. Um, and so uh, then from there, you know, a lot of transpired since then, and and we tried to done the, do the best we could to, you know, put that room together and piece it together. And a very unique time and place in college football is the quarterback position. And especially when you have somebody uh, as highly touted as Dwayne leave in, after a sophomore year, it makes it hard. And uh, I think we've done an unbelievable job of, you know, putting that room together in short order. Um, you know, where it goes and the production we get out of the, out of the unit will be yet to be seen. But uh, I feel strong right now. But, um, you know, we'll see as it goes on. Uh,
3: Patrick, where do you stand in terms of these two as, as backups? Um, you know, as you go forward, obviously with Justin, mobile quarterback, how much are you willing to to run him? How, kind of how is that situation given, you know, the the room maybe doesn't have as much depth as, as you thought
1: he may in the spring. Uh, well, I think that um, Gunner and and uh, Chris both bring um, you know good good skill packages to the table. They both are accurate throwing the ball, good 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 feel for anticipation and touch. Um, you're a little bit more athletic than you think they are, so. Um, like we've done in the past, you know, we put the whole offense in and then based on what the quarterback can do, uh, we'll tailor it to what his skill set is, just like we did with JT and um, we did with Dwayne, <clears throat> Joe Burrow when he was in there. Um, and now we'll do the same thing with these guys. And so uh, we'll let those guys keep learning the offense. You know, Gunner's really only been in the, I guess, we're practice 14 or 15. He's only been in the offense really, um, you know, 15 practices. And so really he's at where Justin was coming out of the spring. And so he'll keep growing uh, day in and day out, and um, you know they'll keep working. And, and as we get closer to the game, we'll decide, you know, if Justin were to come out of the game, who'd go in next. But they're both working hard and uh, improving every day. But but we'll kind of put those packages together as we get closer to, to the game.
3: Is tailoring and offense become more difficult as you get into the season if you do need to go to a different skill set. Not, not if you're
1: organized. Yeah, not if you're organized. I think if you just kind of flying by the seat of your pants a little bit, yeah, yeah, you can get disorganized quickly, but if you can put a package together that best fits what they do and you just practice those type of packages, then I think it's easier.
4: Yeah. Right. You remember way back when, when you were named starting quarterback uh, at New Hampshire, (laughs) what, what did it do for you from a uh, confidence standpoint, from a weight off your back standpoint? I mean, what, what changed, you know, just a little bit mentally about you from that moment on?
1: Uh, It gave me confidence. Yeah, I did. Um, you know, when when you go into that first game, you're not sure what to expect. Um, and you really don't know until somebody plays. And, um, you know, I just I tried to go back on my experiences when I played and, and trust in my training and trust in my coaching and that as long as I took care of the ball, uh, everything would take care of itself. And it did. Um, but you can't try to do too much. You can't try to prove too much, you know. And, and that'll be our next conversation uh, when I sit down with Justin is that, you know, you can't go out and try to be, you know, uh, what Dwayne was in game one. You can't try to be what JT Barrett or Braxton Miller was. You 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 have to be you. You got to take care of the ball. You got a good defense. You got a really good special teams and a good group around you. Just play within yourself and take care of the football.
4: Now with Justin driving the bus, so to speak, or at least to start driving the bus. What without giving away secrets, I know you won't do this. But what's going to be a little bit different about this offense? Do you think compared to a year ago? What. What should people anticipate seeing
1: uh no I mean it's it's gonna be very very similar um you know his skill set is is you know he has a lot of different things that dwayne had um he's he's a little bit more athletic um and faster and stronger and run you know he can run um but it'll be very similar uh we'll, you know, we'll see the same type of plays you know we're all, not all of a sudden gonna go drastically different um you know we we'll probably emphasize some different packages with him, but for the most part it'll still be the Ohio State offense
5: Ryan, when you talk about Justin earning at that first opportunity, it seems like it might be hard to kind of quantify exactly what that means for everybody. How, how, when, why does that happen? And Is it just a feeling? Is it a number that you used? How did you come to that conclusion that he had done that?
1: Well, you have to prove to your teammates and to the coaches that you're worthy of being a starter, um, and a lot comes with that. Uh, leadership, ability to control the offense, making checks up front, uh, protection uh, checks, uh, making good reads in a run game, uh, locating the football, take care of the football. Uh, it's not just going out there playing; it's moving the football down uh, down the field. And um, you know, we even in the two scrimmages we had, we had champions just like we typically do during the season. You know, he graded out a champion this last this last scrimmage. Um, you know, played really really well. So you know, that that's what it is. You know, and you you can see when the guys are around in the huddle and, and there's a confidence about him, and he's moving the ball down the field and his completion percentage at a certain point. Um, you know, that's how you earn a starting job.
5: And how did he uh, take the news? I mean, he seems like he's been open to this idea of the competition all along. If it's now over that he gets to take that first down, how did he respond? What are the conversations like for the two of you now moving forward?
1: Uh, yeah, just, you know, like you know, as you get to know Justin, he kind of takes it all in stride. You know, he doesn't get too high, too low. Um, I think he knows it's an opportunity, and, and now he's got to go run with it. And um, so, I, you know, I think he envisioned himself being the starter, and now he's got to go run with it. Ryan, you talked, uh, I think last week when you said that you thought Justin was coming off a good practice, that he was doing a better job throwing the ball on time. Um, is that with him just an experience thing with the guys he's working with? Is there something mechanical you had to work with him there just to make sure he was getting the ball where he needs to be on time? I think it's a little bit of everything. I think that his, uh, his reads and his eyes have been much better where he's going with the football. His timing, his understanding of the offense, the more reps he gets. I also think that he, he's getting a better feel for throwing in the pocket um, you know, mechanically, there are a few things that, that Coach Juricic has worked on and that Justin's worked on that, that's really cleaned up a few of his throws. Um, you know, he's got a strong arm, and you know, he's done a pretty good job with his accuracy in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, he, he can create. He's very athletic, and he can create. So when he does create, he has to know when there's times to take a chance and when there's times he's got to throw it away or even eat it. And and that's just managing the game, maturity in that position. Uh, have you uh, decided on the starter at right tackle as well? No, those guys are still battling it out. Um, they're doing a great job. I, I anticipate both will play. Um, you know, Brandon Bowen's probably had the best camp that I've uh, I've seen him play. You know, he's at a certain level right now. I think he's playing really, really well. Nick's done a really good job as well. I think right now uh, they both, des- you know, deserve to play. Um, you know, where this week goes, we'll see. This is still another big week for us, you know, as we lead into next week and prepare for the game.
6: Justin's coming in as obviously a very highly rated recruit where he was a year ago. The expectations here are so high, yet he's only been in the program a short time. How do you kind of manage? What's what's realistic for him? The expectations for him this year, that's yeah, that's
1: that, that, that's that's hard. That's hard, and you know when you say it like that, it's uh, you know it makes you think because you're right. He just got here, and the expectations are almost ridiculous. But um, you know that's the same thing as being the head coach at Ohio State. That's you know that's what you signed up for. And we're here for a reason. And so if you get caught up in those type of things, you get yourself all jammed up. And, you know, I think that he understands that. Um, I think he always, again, envisioned himself at a school where he's going to be in a high-profile position. Um, you know, he's – if he was on that, that QB1 show, you know, he's been a high-profile recruit. So I think he understands what the limelight means. So um, I think he's always prepared himself for that. I don't think this is something that just come on hit on him, you know, in the last uh, couple months. I think he's always be ready for the spotlight um now how he handles it we'll see and um listen it's not going to be perfect there's going to be mistakes along the way and the only way you grow is by by failing and and I mentioned that before is Dwayne had the opportunity to come in against Illinois to come in against UNLV throws a pick six makes a bunch of mistakes but it was in mop up time nobody was noticing and Justin doesn't have that luxury so um we're going to have to uh, manage those situations the best we can and and uh, just support him the best we can and move forward
6: I'm sure that you're really excited about his potential. You've seen his talent, but also concerned about the lack of experience. Which is kind of winning out in your mind? Are you more excited about the the ceiling, um, how high that ceiling can be?
1: I am. Yeah, very, very excited. Front
3: row left. Doug? Uh, When we talk about Justin's experience, what he did at Georgia last year, the time he had there, how different did that make him than a guy coming out of high school when he got here? Is it is there some value in that, or is it a different system? It's a different school. It, you felt like he was a freshman.
1: Yeah, uh, another great question because I went home the other night and there was a um, SEC game on. It was Auburn Georgia, I think it was at Georgia, and I just happened to click it on and start watching it. and not, uh, The quarterback for Georgia was Justin Fields. It just caught me off guard that you know he's taken snaps in an SEC games in SEC environment. So um, I slept a little better that night because um, he caught the snap and uh, he didn't turn the ball over. So that was good. <laughs> that was one in the books. Um, but that's very, very different than, you know, running a team, managing a team, operating a team. But but the good news is he has played in those environments. And anytime you've taken a snap in those environments, you know, you've uh, you've experienced what it means to play in big-time college football in the atmosphere. So um, a little bit of both. I think, he, you know, at least he's got a little bit of a feel for it. But at the same time, you know, managing a game, making great decisions, playing situational football – uh, making decisions and taking care of the ball and putting the team in front of yourself, all those things are going to be critical.
3: With Generally, your general philosophy with a quarterback who does have running ability, how what's your comfort level in how many times you want him running the ball in a game, either on called runs or on scrambles, and how comfortable are you with him taking hits in the course of a game?
1: Yeah, I'm not comfortable with him taking a lot of hits in the course of a game, for sure. Um, and I think that um, those are all things that are going to be really um, you know, calculated, you know, down to the last, um, you know, carry because, you know, like you said, um, because he has such a great skill set, you know, you could, you can do a lot of things with him. So we have to be smart with that. Um, I think the type of runs and the type of ways that he runs with the football, um, are different. You know, there's certain heavy, heavy runs where he's going to have to go in there and take shots from linebackers, and there's other ones where maybe he's, you know, squirting out to the sideline and get stepping out of bounds. There's going to be times where he has to learn how to run too, you know, where he has to get down and, um, you know, I thought Kyler Murray did a great job of that last year. You saw him kind of squirt out for seven yards, slide, get out of there, and he's okay. But then there's other times where down in the red zone, he's going to have to probably lower his shoulder and, and, and run run the ball well. But I think uh, those that's all part of the plan here in figuring that out for him. Um, but you know, obviously, you don't want to put him at risk.
3: And is there any recap generally from the scrimmage that you can gi- give just to guys who looked good this past weekend or just? What, what do you um, like? Yeah, we we had
1: probably, I think, probably about ten to twelve champions on both sides of the ball. Um, I thought guys came out and played really, really well. Um, uh, nothing in particular in terms of like individuals that, that really, you know, uh, stepped up that maybe hadn't before, without you know selling somebody short. Um, but it was overall it was a good scrimmage. I think the offense and the defense have been getting after each other. Um, it's been a lot of give and take, which has been great. Um, I, I will say on offense, I think that uh, J.K. Dobbins has really run hard in this camp. He's got his pads down. He's playing with speed. I think that's significant. Um, I think that on defense, we we are running to the ball. We're creating turnovers. The, the secondary is playing with energy. The defensive line's penetrating. You know, I could feel that, um, and they're playing with great energy. So uh, overall, I think we got that accomplished. Uh, we're still working to get tough. Uh, that's 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 a daily process is being tough and uh, but I think we got that done in camp. We got tougher, but we're not where we need to be yet. How
5: did you um, let the quarterbacks all know about your decision? Did you sit down with me with them like? Last yeah, night, I met with today? them individually
1: last week a little bit. Just talked about where we were and, and then met with them as a group. that
7: today or yesterday?
1: Uh, so I met with them individually last week and then met with them today as a group. And. What message did you kind of convey to them? No, just that uh, all this means is that Justin's taking the first nap in in, in the Florida Atlantic game. And that, uh, like I said, you know, in the national championship game, all, all three guys had to play. We're going to need guys. Guys have to be prepared. be ready to go. Uh, if Justin doesn't, uh, you know, do what he's supposed to do, then, then someone else is going to have an opportunity. So um, that's all that means right now. But but that he earned it, he deserves it, and, um, you know, we're all going to support him. Right, that's what we were saying before. I I don't really – I think that we have uh, a backup yet? Again, because I think that really Gunner only has fifteen, you know, practices under his belt. So he's still working on trying to see what he's capable of. I think even in another another two weeks, I think we'll get a better feel for where he is. Just like again, the first week of preseason camp, you know, Justin didn't practice that well, you know. So that's what practice sixteen through twenty something, you know, and that's not a lot of practices. That's not a lot of reps and. So, you know, Gunner's flashed at times, but then also he's still learning everything. And anytime you're doing something where you're learning it for the first time, it's hard. Um, so, you know, I'll expect those guys to continue to, uh, to compete against each other.
2: Ryan, we've talked a lot about backup running backs so far during camp. If you guys had a game later today, who would be your number two tailback?
1: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, DeMario um, has had a good camp. He's done some really good things. Um, you know, I think he can really be a weapon for us. Uh, Master has practiced a couple days, and, and when he has, he's looked good, but uh, he's been limited uh, all camp, uh, which is which is hard. I know frustrating for him. Uh, and then the two freshmen have been running hard. So I think you, there's a chance you could see them all play right now. Um, I, I'd say maybe DeMario ha- has the, the leg up on those other guys right now, um, but they'll continue to work today. I thought DeMario ran better today, um, and uh, he's overall he's doing a good job.
2: Bill asked you about right tackle, and then that's still kind of up for grabs. You said both guys might play. Is there any other position that's still a little bit up for grabs to start as far as who's going to start? Maybe you could have a rotation at a certain spot.
1: Um, I, I think I think we could see a lot of the offensive linemen play. Um, you know, towards the end of the week, probably have a better idea who those are. But um, but we're going to try to play depth there. Uh, we're going to try to play depth at a lot of positions, and so the more depth we can play with, the better off and stronger our team is going to be. And um, so. You know, probably by the end of the week, we'll have a better idea of where that is and, and, you know, who really can we say should play in a game. Um, If they deserve to play in a game, we're going to play them at all positions. Uh,
2: Third row left hand. Ryan, I know you had said a couple weeks ago that you kind of thought like four or five is an ideal number for captains. What made you decide to ultimately name seven captains?
1: Yeah, I just took a look at the the way the vote came in and, um, you know, it was pretty strong for these seven guys. And then there was kind of a gap uh, between seven and then eight, nine, and ten. And um, I thought. All were deserving. Uh, I thought it was a good mix of offense and defense. And we had seven last year, so I, th- I thought that was a good fit.
2: CJ in particular, when you have a guy who goes from you know being a walk-on to being a captain, I mean, what kind of example do you think that sets for the rest of the team?
1: Oh, I think it's unbelievable because you can tell that uh, these guys respect hard work. Um, they respect and um, really give a lot of credit to the way he's gone about his work every day, the way he handles himself, his character. Uh, because CJ hasn't played a whole bunch around here, but uh, what matters is how he works in the weight room every day, the way he practices, the way he handles himself off the field and in the, in the classroom, and it says a lot about our team is that they voted him a captain. Uh, but that's that's all the guys here, you know. Think a guy like Jonathan Cooper, he, all he does is everything the right way, and uh, I'm really proud of him. And and you know, he was just raised the right way. He comes to work every day. He's got a smile on his face. He he's tough, and uh, he'll be a great captain as well.
2: Where is CJ at in that competition for playing time right
1: now? The slot receivers. Yeah, right now he's at the H. Uh, he's, he's backed up uh, or backing up uh, KJ. You know, Jalen Gill's in the mix right there. And uh, he's had a good camp. You know, he's a little bit of a situational guy. He's going to help us on special teams. He helped us in the past game a bunch. Um, you know, but he's he's tough and uh, he's got really great short area quickness and good hands. And I'm um, glad we got him
8: be a guy that names a starting quarterback for more than just a single game or is that due to the way that this situation is playing out and how does that jive with your philosophy of not having a player be afraid to make mistakes
1: yeah so i think like if if Dwayne was coming back next year i mean you'd say he's the starter and until he loses the job um, i think when you're when you're talking about a first time starter i think uh, you know it's dangerous to start saying if he does this or if he does that you just got to go and play and take care of the ball and uh and then we'll kind of take it from there but you know again it was the same situation as we were in last year um you know when we it was kind of Dwayne and Joe and, and Dwayne was ahead of Joe and, and that was tough we had to kind of make that call and then and then Dwayne had to beat out Tate last preseason and, and we went with Dwayne and it, it kind of you know went from there but well, it's like anything else. I mean, any other position, if, if guys don't produce, it's a performance game, then, then you've got to go from there. But, um, you know, when you name a starter, you try not to think about those things. You try to just think about, you know, playing with confidence and being productive and, um, you know, try to think positively that way.
8: How realistic would it be, given their inexperience, for Chris or Gunnar to overtake Justin by a week two or a week three?
1: Or- it just depends on how he plays. Yeah. Depends on how he plays, you know, not trying to create a quarterback controversy at all, trying to just let him play. But, but again, you just don't know, um, you know, what happens if he rolls his ankle in the second play, yeah, heaven forbid, but those things happen. And so you have to be ready. And so we'll just take it one play at a time, one week at a time and, and let it build from there.
4: Curious how you delivered the news to the captains and what was CJ's response?
1: Uh, yeah, we did it this morning um, in an eight o'clock meeting. Um, are about the team in and, um, let them know the, the results of, of the voting, and uh, called all seven guys up here and congratulated the team. They did an unbelievable job selecting. Um, I talked to them before about what it means to be an Ohio State captain, uh, the, the the tradition that comes with it, and the guys that have come before them. But then also that you know, you're know you not voting for your best friend or your buddy. You're voting for someone that's going to represent the school and someone that you respect, and I thought they did a great job. And so, yeah, brought all seven guys up and um, you know, congratulated them, and I think they were all proud.
2: Coach, obviously you had seen a lot of tape on Justin before he came here, but obviously you hadn't worked with him, so you probably weren't keenly aware of his personality. When you're factoring in whether he's going to be a starter, how much of it is his skill level, how much it is, his, you know the intangibles, the personality, the leadership.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if you can put a number on any of what you just said, but uh, you know when you see it, and um, you know the more you're around quarterbacks and the more you've seen different guys, you start to realize everybody has their own style, their own personality, their own leadership. Um, their own skill set and so you know he brings a unique skill set um, I think he does have leadership skills I think when you walk in um, you know it's hard to just kind of bang the door down especially in a program like this where there's unbelievable guys who put in years worth of work but um, I think you know day in and day out what he's doing he's earning the respect of the guys around him and so um, you know I'll, I'll be shocked if he's not a strong leader for us by the end of the season.
2: Is, is it harder to project what uh, a player is going to be like as a leader, let's say two or three games in, than what he'll
1: be as a quarterback or anyone? Well, I think you see the traits, you know, and I think with confidence you start to see it. I think if guys are uncomfortable challenging their teammates or uh, don't do well in front of a group or can't take take command of of a group of guys, uh, that's usually a bad sign. Um, I've seen that with Justin. I've seen him take control. I've seen him challenge guys. I've seen him go put his arm around guys. You know, I've kind of seen those different uh, qualities about him. And so when you see those qualities and with a little bit of confidence, then typically that's going to go like this. If guys struggle with that, then then it's usually hard. Hopefully we have time for just a
5: couple more. The right, Tony? Ryan, you know where your coaches are going to be stationed on
8: game day?
1: Yeah, we're working through that. I think that um, as of right now on offense, Kevin and, and uh, Mike will be upstairs. Um, you know, on defense, we're still working through that. I know Jeff wants to be upstairs. Whether uh, Matt Barnes is up, upstairs or not, we're still figuring figuring that out. We did have a mock game last week, and uh, kind of went through that a little bit and had Matt upstairs and uh, with the special teams, you know, kind of worked through that a little bit. Um, you know, I'm kind of very much involved now with the special teams, so I'm going to be able to help a little bit. But uh, calling plays, it's going to be hard for me to do a lot of it. So we're kind of – those are the things that we're working through. And we'll do another mock game this week and probably make a final decision on Saturday. And
6: then you guys led the nation in penalties last year. How much of that
4: is going to focus –
1: Huge. So, anytime somebody false starts or has a penalty, now they just do a lap. We just stop practice right then and there, and they just do a lap. And uh, it may not seem like a big thing, but they don't. Re- they kind of miss the whole period, and so it matters now. And um, I thought so far in camp we've done a pretty good job because a lot of them were the false starts, um, amazingly, and, and some of them were holding. And uh, I know there were other penalties along the way, but if we can just cut down on those, you know, non-talent ones where you know it's just false starts or. Um, you know, uh, procedures or you know, illegal motions or any of the pre-snap stuff that's just a matter of us uh, staying disciplined then, then we'll be fine uh, because the the effort stuff, you know, sometimes there'll be a holding or maybe a late hit or something like that because you're giving effort, that's one thing but the procedural stuff we got to put an end to, so that's been the emphasis in preseason.
2: Alright, last, last question Rob, you like your quarterbacks ultra competitive I'm just curious how the two non-starters took the news, did you deliver it Today was the final you met with them last week, but today I assume they got the news.
9: Yeah.
2: And was it we saw this coming or was it like could you sense that they were ticked off about it because they are competitive thought a
1: A little bit of both. I think I think you know they, they've seen Justin maybe pull away a little bit, but at the same time I know that they're they're competitive and they're prideful and they want to play. So I thought that was good and we'll see how they respond tomorrow.
4: And in terms of just
2: the big plan, you you've been saying that the, the JK needs to really get it going early. Do you break the season down into kind of increments, three games, uh, in terms of we're going to do this here until they get their feet wet a little more, and then how does that play out? Is there a big picture or specific, or you kind of live in the present
1: more? No, well, yeah, you got to live in the present, but I think I think that the, the first six games to me is is a chunk right there. Then you have the bye week, then you have those two games in the middle. And then you end with the last four games. So I do kind of look at it that way a little bit. I mean, clearly you can't look ahead or anything like that. But just that's what we're dealing with. You know, we're dealing with a six-week kind of season right there. We come up for air, two games, um, you know, going to Northwestern, having Wisconsin at home. Then you get the bye week, and then you get the stretch, you know, down in November. So kind of look at it like that. But at the same time, you just got to be 1-0 on Saturday. The game
2: planning could actually, in those increments, could change. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for
1: sure. For sure. Shoot, we, we may different in week two than we look in week one and vice versa and depends on if they work if they work we'll keep going if they don't have to change them so
4: did everybody get through the last week healthy I mean have you lost anybody or anything
1: again not you know I think the, the policy is going to be not to talk about injuries but I've been really pleased with that you know again knock on wood so far this, this camp's been great up
0: next to your starting quarterback, Justin Fields. How
10: you doing? Good. Hey, how do you
6: good?
10: Pretty good. Uh, congratulations!
2: It couldn't have been that big of a of a surprise to you. But just, what was your reaction when Coach Day told you you were going to be the starting quarterback? Um,
7: of course, I was excited. uh, uh just want to thank all the other quarterbacks in the room. Coach Yerusha's Corey, Coach Day, for me out, and all of my teammates for getting to the point where I am now. So it's, it's a great honor being being able to start quarterback at uh, such a prestigious university. So I'm definitely excited. What are some
11: of the biggest improvements you've made, Justin, since you arrived back in January?
7: Um, really, I, I feel like I've improved a lot. A lot, like overall, just just every part of my game. I mean, I feel way more comfortable than uh, in the spring, and I think all of my teammates see that. Uh, Coach Day definitely sees it. So I just feel uh, more comfortable with the playbook and more comfortable in the pocket. So. Um, I'm excited for this upcoming season. Justin, there was
5: all this talk about you, need, you needed to earn it in camp, and you seemed okay with the competition all along. Mm-hmm. Was there a moment in the last week or so where you felt like you had done that, where you had earned the job and you felt different?
7: Um, it's, it's really just like I'm not trying to do anything special. Uh, we we have a plan to win, uh, and we go over it pretty much uh, every team meeting. So just, just doing my job and uh, taking care of the football, I was just, just practicing on that and just just doing all of the, the uh, little things right and just, just trying to lead, lead the offense and uh just just trying to become a leader for the team Justin, what
2: have you gotten better at since
7: uh, as I said, just just like uh, a all, all of the aspects of the game just staying in the pocket uh going through the reads quicker and uh just just the playbook down so when you uh I kind of get get the hang of the playbook you you can play faster and the game kind of slows down and instead of uh reacting, you kind of anticipate what's gonna happen so uh, just, just me getting that, getting the playbook down has definitely uh, helped me a lot. Hey,
2: Justin, when you got the, when you pictured getting the starting job, did you picture that it was going to be more than just he's going to take the first snap and we'll go from there? I mean, what, what is your mindset right now in terms of keeping that job? It Seems like there's still more evaluation to be had, and I didn't know if that changed anything in your mindset. Uh,
7: no, not really. It doesn't change my mindset at all. As, as I said, I'm uh, just just going out there doing my job and um, just leading the team and kind of do do whatever the team needs me to help win so uh just just going out there taking care of the ball making smart decisions that's kind of my mindset going out there
5: just when you got here it seemed like you when you picked a place when you came here it seemed like you probably envisioned that you would eventually become the starter mm-hmm. and like I said with the competition you embraced that but when did you feel like you truly were a starter
7: um I mean when, when did I feel yeah. I was truly a starter um I, I, you really can't look at, at yourself as a starter. You kinda have to look at it as yourself that you're not the starter, so you, you kinda keep working and uh we watched this video the other day. I'm not, I forgot the guy's name but um he's he's uh so well called the, the toughest guy in the world and he told himself uh that he's weak in, in the in the mind, so he just kept training himself and uh that that's what I kinda tell myself that I'm not there yet, I'm not where I need to be so so I can just continue to uh, keep working and just just getting better every day. Well, he's
6: also a talented guy, but you're coming in, you just got here January, the expectations here are so high. Your mm. predecessor set all kinds of records. How are you going to kind of handle the fact that there, there probably will be growing pains um, and you're going to get criticized? And mm. that, and that's just what's going to happen. How do you kind of deal with that? Uh,
7: you just kind of shut that out and uh, just, just worry about the team. Uh, Coach Day also talked about us, uh, talked about in one of the team meetings how. Uh, the team shouldn't look at the outside voices because we're the, we're the guys on the field actually playing, so we're the only ones that completely know what's going on. So uh, I'm just gonna go about it as just doing my best in the field and just making the smartest decisions and and uh, just just trying to help my help the team win.
6: And you said they're having ups and downs in Cam. What are the things that you feel like you still really do have
8: to improve?
7: I mean, I feel like of course I have to prove on improve on uh, everything. Really, I'm not I'm not. Uh, where I need to be, and I definitely think I've a, a long way to go. So I'm just gonna just try to improve uh, all, all aspects of my game.
4: Justin, when you were in high school and you got named starting quarterback, how long did it take you to go from being the starting quarterback to like playing your game? If you follow my drift, you had to do what the coaches wanted you to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> the basics and stuff. When did you feel like you sort of like evolved well, into that guy of just playmaking?
7: Well, my sophomore year was kind of like a – we, we kind of switched off. But uh, my, my junior year was probably the first game. That's that's kind of when I uh, kind of just overtook the team. And I, I think I had a pretty good game that year – I mean, pretty good game that game. So um, it, it was probably just the start of the season.
4: And what has this exercise been? Is it been sort of like proving yourself in high school all over again that you deserve the job? But,
7: um, it's, but have you
4: really shown your game yet, I guess, you know?
7: It's, it's way different from high school. I mean, high school um, – you're, you're kind of above everyone else i mean just just talent wise uh so everyone at this level has talent so we have to do something else to um i guess beat them out on the field because when we play a team that's equal equally uh talented as us we have to beat them in the, in the mind so we have to just keep training our minds and, and bodies and just just go about it that did way did you
4: feel it come together this past week uh coach day said you had a pretty good week mm-hmm. you know after the First scrimmage, kind of thing. What, mm-hmm. do, what did you feel just kind of come together
7: for you? Um, I, I just got more consistent, and uh, Coach Day has really emphasized just taking care of the ball. And um, I've, I've watched a lot of film, and just just getting in the film room with Coach Day, uh, Coach Chirsis, and Corey. They've they've helped me out a lot. So just doing that, taking um, I guess the conversations from the, the film room to the uh, to yeah to the, field. to the to the field has really helped me a lot. So. This is the
10: conversation like when. We told you you were going to be the starting quarterback this
7: year. Um, we we talked about it uh, earlier today, and um, he just said there's a there's a lot of expectations for it, and um, of course I, I know that. And he just said um, I was the starting quarterback pretty much. I mean there, there wasn't much much to add about that, but he just said uh, keep keep doing what I'm doing and just keep improving every day.
9: Do you feel like you and Coach Day can kind of relate a little? Both of you are stepping into positions where. People are going to be highly critical of you just because of the name on your chest on also because of who you were before you got here. Can you guys kind of relate?
7: I mean, I, I think we both have something to prove. This team has something to prove. So uh, we're, we're definitely working hard every day to, to just just get better and just focus on us right hey, now.
8: Justin. Mm-hmm. We all kind of assumed you'd be named starting quarterback. So mm-hmm. us today felt like a non-event. Mm-hmm. Is that how it felt to
7: you, or does it feel like a milestone reach or, or a huddle jump or something like that? Um. Well, like, me a- as a person, I wasn't worried about the starter, like, going going through practices. I, I was just worried about just, just getting better every day. So, um, of course, it, it is an honor, and I'm definitely happy of being officially named the starter, but uh, it, it really wasn't just, just on my mind kind of like every day, like, oh, I'm just trying to be named the starter right now. But So, I'm, I'm happy. It just
8: so. doesn't seem like something you'd call home about if that
7: makes any sense yeah yeah it, do, it does make sense i mean um i mean i i do take most of the reps with the one so i mean it's it's not um, as surprising but um just 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 to be officially named the starter is a is a blessing and i'm definitely happy did justin
3: just i was home. asking Coach did day i call home I,
7: I i just talked to my mom and my dad so yeah
3: i was asking coach day about you running the ball i mean mm-hmm. saying just the, the different kind of runs you might be called on or this year mm-hmm. maybe you bounce outside you get out of bounds maybe yeah. you have to go between the tackles and lower your shoulders at the goal line mm-hmm. when you need to know when to slide that kind of thing just yeah. that process for you how have you worked on that this preseason of you know you can be an effective runner but like running effectively but also maybe running smartly
7: uh, i mean it's kind of hard to work on it during practice because i know the defense can't hit me so just just when the season comes just yeah. just be able to um, just, just slide and just make smart decisions uh, when those times come. Um, it's definitely just, just going to be, a, a I, I guess, a change for me because last year I was just trying to get um, everything, I guess, and just just try to make a play on every play. So I, I definitely have to be smarter this year.
3: And I was asking, that's interesting to me because you have this experience at Georgia, but it, mm-hmm. it really is a different kind of experience than yeah. what you're going to do here. How, how much has what you did at Georgia, has that helped you at all here or is this just so new it's like starting over
7: it's it's definitely helped me a lot and just just kind of starting there you know from high school to college is a big transition so just kind of getting that uh foundation there and learn from uh learn from all the guys at georgia has has helped me a lot here but
3: when you went like. in the games last year at georgia basically you just said this
7: mm-hmm. it's like man i'm, I'm in yeah here to make a i mean yeah i gotta get every year because i didn't get um a lot of opportunities at georgia but um i felt like every time i had to go in i, I was trying to show uh, the coach what I, what I could do and just, just try to make a play. And really. not
3: that you take it easy or anything. Now, mm-hmm. like now you're the starting quarterback. So I
7: just there's, have to be smarter. There's going to be times yeah. where
3: that half yard might mm-hmm. not be working.
7: Exactly. Okay. Okay. Do,
3: you
0: do, ever, do, you have, do you have a preference on how much you'd want to run?
7: Uh, no, not really. Just however much I need to do to win the game. Justin,
11: so. actually said that
7: one of the things easy to see from you in these
11: recent weeks and months was being assertive as a leader and coming in and mm-hmm. taking charge on the field. Uh, was that something you were aware of from mm-hmm. day one? That you had? and that could and be tough to do as a transfer. Just kind of how did you do that? From, from the um,
7: yeah, so Coach Day he j- he just talks to us uh, daily on what we need to improve and kind of where we need to get better at and uh, in, in all different aspects on the field. But I, I definitely feel like the offense looks to me as a leader now, and um, I've I've definitely gotten more comfortable talking to the whole team and just and just uh, just tr- trying to lead all those guys.
11: You talked a lot about the, the confidence that the whole team kind of has in you, now. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like that was an important thing to sort of establish? In order mm-hmm. this team to be I
7: mean, yeah. Uh, I think for us to be successful, the, all the guys on offense, all the guys on defense are going to have to trust me. So uh, that's that's kind of uh, was, was my goal. And well, one of my goals in the offseason is to just get all those guys to trust me.
2: Hey, Justin, Why one of the first questions? things that Brian Day did when he got the job here was go get you. Mm-hmm. This is his first season as a head coach.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: You two kind of, like, are tied together a little bit. Like, yeah. your performance is going to be directly tied to how he performs as a coach in his first year. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just wondering, have you kind of ever given any thought of, like, you're Ryan Day's mm-hmm. guy, you're the guy that he brought in, and just being in this position now, it's just kind of like the next step in that whole process of him basically putting a lot on your shoulders for his yeah. own success.
7: Uh, I, I I haven't really thought of it like that, but um, I, I mean, of course, people, some people do, but my my main thought is just you know, just go out there and and do the best I can and do whatever I need so to just help the team to win and just just uh, just help the team as much as possible. Really, so Chuck, that's kind of my mind. You, you've Last been quarter. very
6: unassuming in terms of you know didn't expect the job to be yours. They're to you. You've been humble throughout this process. How much of of you, at least internally, is like, okay, well, I've got my chance. I'm
7: gonna show what I can do. Just how good you think you can be. Um, I think um, just this just goes for anybody. I think uh, people can do whatever they want to if they uh, just just discipline themselves and do what it, uh, I guess do it. You need to do to really do it because I mean some people have the have the potential to be great and they just don't take advantage of it. So I think if you just do what you need to do and be disciplined and do the things what you that you don't like to do, then you'll eventually get to where you want to go.
6: Is there any doubt in your mind that you're going to be a great
7: player? Is there any doubt in my mind? I mean, I, if I can, well, nah, nah. I, I definitely have the potential to be a great player, and uh, God has blessed me with a, a lot of um, abilities. so I definitely think I can be a great player. Thank you, Justin. Well, Thank you, Justin. Thanks.
10: Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you.
0: Now it's time for newly named captain, running back, J.K. Dobbins.
6: Awesome. Thank you. How excited are you to be named captain? No,
9: I'm, uh, I'm excited and I'm honored because, I mean, yeah. I, I, it's a big thing here. Right. So, and as a junior, I mean, you're junior,
6: not a senior. Does that make it more special that you are a, a non-senior captain?
9: Yeah, I mean, that's... Special to me because, I mean, it's it's great that my teammates see me as somebody that can lead this team and represent this team in a good way.
6: What are your thoughts on Justin being named
11: the starting quarterback?
9: Uh, he, he deserves it. He's, he's been working hard, so I think he really deserves
11: that. Coach, you talked about one of the things Justin needed to do was sort of gain the confidence of the team. How has he done that?
9: He's uh, just got to keep practicing hard and showing guys that he can lead the way for us and that we can trust him. I think he's doing a great job of that.
11: You talked about uh, being pleased when we saw him kind of getting guys' faces, you know, correct people on the field, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. How important is that for the team to to see him do that?
9: Uh, it's, it's very important because he's the quarterback. You know, he he's supposed to lead the offense and the team. So I think guys seeing that helps a lot. Is he had to get in your face at all? Nah, to... not not me, not yet. <laughs> Hopefully, if I mess up, then he should. You know, so. Yeah. JK, when you came out on the first day of camp, you talked
5: about you know that chip on your shoulder that you had. Mm-hmm. How has that fueled you during these practices? Because Coach Day just talked about the pads are down, and you're really playing pretty well. He thinks you know, how much, how impressed, or how do you would you evaluate the way you played the last couple of weeks?
9: Uh, yeah, like I I do have a chip on my shoulder because like I said last time we talked, uh, I do feel like I need to prove to people that I'm the best running back in the nation, yeah. and so. I'm just working to do that. You know, I'm taking it day by day.
5: Are you able to get a feel for if you're on that track in the practice field? Do you have to get into a game to know? Uh, Does that make sense?
9: You can kind of get a feel yeah. in practice, but, I mean, it doesn't matter until you do it in a game.
6: J.K., you played with J.T., you played with Dwayne, now you're going to play with Justin. How talented is he? I mean, can this team do what it wants to do with Justin? Why do you feel... If
9: that's the case. Uh, he's very talented, you know. So, I think he has all the tools to take us to where we want to be. So, we'll see. Now that he's the
5: guy, there's probably there's the
9: expectation that he'll run a little bit more, obviously, than Dwayne. Mm-hmm. That worked well for you two years ago. To have a more mobile quarterback, do you see that being heavy, <coughs> just for you? Uh, we'll see. I I think I think it'll help, but either way it goes, I need to run the ball good. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Was there hey, a wow moment with? Justin, at, at any point, where you just kind of went, wow, this
9: guy's got whatever? Yeah, yeah, numerous times, so i just I'm ready for the game to come now. Any standout? <laughs> any
8: you remember you can share? Nah. Hey, Jake, <laughs> yeah. your on-the-field journey has, by your own admission, been like two steps forward, one step back. How would you describe your journey from a leadership standpoint? Um, did it follow sort of a similar pattern for you?
9: Or? No, I think – Leadership has always been there. Uh, it didn't take a step back. I mean, if anything, it, it helped, me out, helped me out a lot to have a terrible year last year. So I think that helped a lot. Now you're downgrading it to
8: terrible? <laughs> I mean, it was just a failure before. Yeah. Now it's...
9: I kind of see terrible and failure okay. as the same. I got, I got you. I'm just checking. <laughs> <laughs> but how did it the... help you?
8: You said it helped you. How did it help you from a leadership standpoint? Would you be captain now if you hadn't... I'm going to use your word, had a terrible year last
9: year. Uh,
8: I feel ridiculous using
9: that word, J.K. That's fine, it's fine. But, I mean, I don't don't know if that would have changed anything because I was still going to work hard. But I do feel like it helped me grow as a leader, you know. Like, I just had to learn more things and do better by myself. So, I do think that helped. J.K., what have you been seeing out of the guys behind you? Big topic, just some of the... What have you been seeing? Who's been
2: popping off the page, the guys uh, behind you at running back?
9: Yeah, uh, I mean, DeMario, he's, he's doing pretty good, and Marcus Crowley's doing pretty good. Pretty much everyone's doing good. I mean, Mass Fatigue's been hurt, so we haven't been able to see him that much. But everyone else has been doing a, a great job learning the offense, running hard, and practicing hard.
2: What are, the ways in, what are the ways in which you've seen DeMario grow from last year to where he is now? Uh,
9: I think he last year he was working more with the receivers. And so, I mean – he was doing more receiver things. And then this year he's working with the running back, So I think that's helping him out a lot.
8: So. Did Mickey Marotti truly at one point tell you, you you need to be a guy who's, how would I phrase this, be more positive with your teammates, more encouraging or?
9: Well, I've always been encouraging, but he was – me, I'm, I'm more of the type of guy that I, I want to just go, 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 like all the time. And some guys don't, don't work that way. So you have to kind of like be more – like uh, sit down with someone instead of just like on a go. So that's what he meant. But Coach Mick always, always pushes me, and he's he's pushed me since I've been. here.
6: How do you think this offense will look this year? A, is, do you, I feel like it's got what identity it might have.
9: Uh, physical, and uh, we're going to score a lot of points. I think so.
4: J.K., you're from a small town in the bend of a river down in the middle of Texas, uh-huh. uh, and now you're a captain at Ohio State. I mean. Is it a little surreal to you the way things have gone these three years? I mean, the way you've established yourself.
9: Or? Uh, I mean, it's definitely, definitely different, you know. But um, I always told myself that I was going to keep working hard, doing things the right way, so, and, and it's benefited me. So, God keeps blessing me in all kinds of ways.
4: What is the responsibility of being a captain now? Obviously, people have been impressed by your work ethic this preseason. Et cetera. But what's the responsibility that comes with being a captain?
9: Uh, I got to represent the university well, and I got to represent the football team well. So I think that's what it—that's what it means to be a captain.
4: And it's a faster JK, correct? Or oh right? yeah,
9: the yeah.
4: Body fat is where
9: eight, eight, yeah.
4: And it was last year around
9: 12. around twelve. did yeah.
4: you test at? Speaking of speed, what, give us an idea of what you tested at at the end of the spring or whatever.
9: I know. Huh? You got to go look. Enough? Go look in the. You can see it on the wall, man. Okay. Well, we don't always huh, huh. get to go in. <laughs> and you're 40 now. Would be. As <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, 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 fast. Fast. it's fast. It's fast. It's yeah. fast. enough. So yes, okay, what does it mean
4: to you? You I mean, you turn on, you get on the internet, and you turn on things. Uh, you're being mentioned. You know what I mean from a national standpoint, etc. How have you kept that in perspective?
9: Uh, I don't really look at that because. I saw a few things that have me ranked, like, pretty terribly. And I know my worth, and so I'm going to improve my worth this year. Yeah.
2: How much do you feel, like, a responsibility that you've got to carry the offense this year? You've got to be the go-to guy when this team needs to make a big convert. You've got to, be, got to be able to go get that. Uh,
9: I hope. I hope, like, that Coach Day turns to me. If he needs a big play, that he turns to me. And I take full responsibility in that, and – I think that me practicing hard will have me ready for that situation or event.
4: What's gonna be different about this offense with Justin Fields as a starting quarterback? You've been through three this will be your third. <laughs> JT.
9: Yeah.
4: And last year was the, the, the flying circus with uh, Dwayne Aston Jr. What's gonna be different about this offense from your vantage point?
9: I don't think anything will be too too much different, but we'll see. I think I think everything stays the same. It's yeah. the same play I know it's the same
4: plays, but y'all featured, obviously, the passing game a hell of a lot more. 533 passes by Dwayne, you know, last year.
9: I mean, I I think it'll still be the same. I don't know. We'll see. Okay.
0: And finally today, here is senior wide receiver and recently named captain K.J. Hill.
11: You made the decision to come back this year after playing with Johnny and Terry in Paris. Was the idea of being a captain and following that sort of path Uh, part of your plan or goal, or what does it mean to you to be that next guy?
10: uh, Definitely was part of my uh, goal. One of my goals when I actually decided that I was coming back, um, you know, uh, that's just uh, me being the uh, oldest person in the room now and one of the oldest guys on the team. So, I know with that experience that uh, I had a good chance of being a
11: captain. What did you learn from those guys last year that, like, you now as a captain and as a leader in that room can, can use for this year?
10: Um, I learned from them just being uh, vocal uh, at the right time. You know, uh, when it, when we're winning, everything going good, you know, but when it's bad, when it's not going right, you still got to be the same person, you know. Uh, when uh, leading through the team, you know, through the rough uh, patches during the season. What are
6: your thoughts on C.J.
10: Saunders? Did you named captain? Uh, I, I voted for C.J. myself to be a captain. Um, I feel like he represents this uh, university uh, very well. Um, everybody has great respect for him, uh, especially in the receiving room, you know. Um, but uh, like I said, I voted for him, so I'm happy for him.
8: Did you vote for him? Or is that considered uncouth?
10: Nah, I didn't vote for me. I didn't <laughs> vote for myself.
8: The other
6: news today is obviously, uh, Justin officially being named starting quarterback. Not a huge surprise, obviously. But what are your thoughts on that? And, and what do you what have you seen him from him in camp
10: uh, so far this summer? Uh, I feel like since day one to now practice for 15, it's been a a big uh, difference in him because uh, I feel like he's comfortable. And, uh, I felt like he felt like he was quarterback one and he acted like it. And uh, we fed off his energy and uh, I feel like we were already rock and roll knowing that he's a starter. And now things can just get put in place with the offense.
6: You've played with talented quarterbacks. Obviously, how does he kind of compare with those guys?
10: Uh, he compared, uh, he, he's different, you know, um, because I feel like I can put him in that Moon category with uh, – he got some wheels on him, you know. He can fly, uh, so that can open it up for us as receivers and the whole offense. You know, you got to worry about it. running a quarterback. who can, he's um, fast, four four somewhere in there. Um, and plus, you got to worry about his arm, so that's gonna open up the offense. Because can't, move, you, can't move, you, move, uh. you know, it's not
11: always easy for a transfer or first year guy to come in and sort of assert himself from a leadership standpoint. How do you see him do that? Because I thought it seems like a, a reason why he is your starting quarterback.
10: Uh, I think he did that very well. You know, we helped with that a lot, you know, being around us, um, you know, playing the game, uh, just being around each other, just showing them, uh, you know, Columbus, uh, just hanging out with him, you know, because I know, like, coming, he was at home. He went to college at home, getting transferred, And And um, I feel like that's a, you know, he's going to get homesick sometime, you know, so uh, I feel like when you just got out of get accepted into a family that helped a lot hey, KJ, what, what, can you
8: move forward so that these microphones can pick you up sorry about that KJ, KJ, what you showed
11: him our what did you feel like you had to show him what was important oh just riding around and going to condado
10: or something like that going <laughs> to some blues, something like that something simple like that That's well.
8: how would you describe your leadership style
10: um I'll say I'm more of uh I'm working on being more vocal you know I, I really didn't have to be vocal because of the guys previously But now it's like, it just shows that I I am that guy now, you know, um, with them being gone and I I know what to expect. So uh, basically I just feel like I got to be more vocal, but now I just, and keep leading by example because I always live by example by doing the right things and everything else. Can
2: you describe just how uh, um, Chris Olave looks in practice? Just does he have the it factor?
10: Oh yeah, definitely. Chris, Chris is a great player, you know, um, he brings a, a skill set uh, that's different from any other receiver in the room. Uh, he's fast, he can catch, and he gets open. Um, and I expect him to have a big year.
11: When a player, and you've you've been through this and every
2: but when a player is really good or has a chance to be a star, can you tell when they're a freshman?
10: Oh yeah, definitely. You could. Uh, you guys, are previous players, we uh, first practice was oh, like, yeah, Chris gonna be, Chris gonna be all right. Um, but yeah, I just feel like you gotta find yourself first, you know, coming into a, uh, a new system, into college. But once you get your swag, you're good. And I feel like Chris got his swagger. He's walking around here with his swagger. He, uh, he know he knows his uh, position. You know, he know. I feel like he knows he's gonna have a good year this year. Is there KJ, somebody, caught, you your like Is there somebody caught your
4: eye like that this preseason camp? Said Is there somebody caught your eye like that this preseason camp? A new guy or on either side of the ball that. Um, people I haven't heard of yet
10: uh i'll say i will say the whole defense they play with a chip on their shoulder right now um they looking they looking great right now um they're getting us better as an offense and you know they bring it every day uh you know they talking they talking they stuff every day. Yeah. and i just can't wait to see it fly around against another team kj you know wide receivers have
4: always been known as sort of like those guys at the edge and uh, they're kind of like me me kind of guys but this is the second straight year. Y'all had three wide receivers just captains. Last year, you got two with you and, and CJ. I mean, what is it about that room that's generated, in your opinion, uh, team leaders?
10: Um, I feel like it start with our leader, uh, Coach Harlan. Um, you know, he, he preached that all day, you know, about uh, uh, not being selfish. Um, we got a room full of guys. If you just do your job, yours will come. And uh, we follow through him. And we see the outcome of that uh, with having a deep room last year. Um, and it just transferred over into uh, into the team, you know. Um, so I feel like that was, that was one of the things.
6: It's hard to imagine a team that loses three senior captains from its unit can be considered to be as good or maybe better than the year before. But I get that sense that you guys feel that way. Is that true and why?
10: I, it's definitely true. Um, I feel like um, last year they left a... Uh, Left a spot, just a, a checkpoint, and now we got to reach another checkpoint with the people in the room because we saw it. Me, Austin, Ben, C.J., Chris, we saw it. We we did it. We felt it, and now we know we can take it to another level by just doing just the extra and doing more.
8: Who delivers the best offensive side of the ball pep talk now that Paris is gone? <laughs>
10: uh, I don't know. We ain't really had it. We ain't really had a pep talk. Probably. um Probably it'd be CJ. Yeah, it'd probably be CJ.
3: Of the seven captains, who's
10: the most vocal? Most vocal? In what way? Because Chase talk a lot.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chase, what do you mean by that?
10: Chase just talk, uh he just be talking half the time. He don't even know what he's talking about, so he just like to talk. That's what I mean. But uh I feel like uh vocally the most is I feel like Jonathan Cooper, uh you know, he, he says the right things, and he says it at the right times. You know, when practice coming down, flat line, he say something. Uh, he gives off a lot of energy, too. And they started in the offseason with the workouts and also on the field. Um, so I feel like everybody feeds off his energy.
3: But Chase just, like, what, talking stuff all day during practice? Yeah, he
10: just be talking. Like, like I can line up, and he would be like, Kayser, hey, so you're not about to catch the ball, or he locked up, or something, just saying something, and the play ain't even started. So. <laughs> JJ, quarterback
6: obviously has to be a leader, but you can't force feed that. It has to come naturally. Justin just got here in January. What has that process been like for him to to become a leader, but do it in a way that he's effective and not kind of jumping the gun?
10: Uh, I feel like the best thing about Justin is that he know like he'll tell you like I haven't done nothing yet. Um, I'll, uh, he's still working, um, but um, like he started. He's starting to be a leader. Just step by step like in the huddle and then it builds his way up. But uh he's starting I feel like right now he's starting in the huddle, talking in the huddle. Uh before we take the field, saying stuff like that. But um I feel like you gotta let it grow throughout the season. Just like last year with Dwayne. He wasn't he wasn't the most vocal guy, but once he kept going and he had guys around him, like us as the receivers and running backs and online we, he felt he felt that we followed him, and he got more confident with it. And that's going to be the same thing, Justin.
6: Justin showed his yeah. personality with that
10: video in the team room. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this, away from all this stuff, is he pretty goofy? What's he like? Uh, He's goofy. Uh, he got a good personality. You know, somebody good to hang around. Uh, so I feel like and that's, feel like that's what made it easier for him to just with us because we we're the same way. Hey,
4: can you tell a guy has been in the spotlight for a while, I mean a player in – some guys who aren't, but obviously he was in the elite eleven metal competition, and, et cetera. QB one that'll. Can you tell a guy's kind of been around a little bit? Can you, can you tell that from him, KJ?
10: Oh uh, yeah, definitely because there's nothing to him. You know, he's been doing this since high school, so uh, I feel like it ain't no adjustment. You don't need to adjust to nothing. It's just the same stuff.
8: KJ, um, what's the huddle like? You talk about a quarterback developing into a leader. What is the huddle like? while that process plays out i mean before the quarterback takes over the team what is the huddle like
10: uh, so say like we get a kick return we go over here we get the ball on the 20 so first first snap you got to uh you know you're going to get the play then you got to talk to your lot receivers you know give them a pep talk so tell them let's go we're going to start it right you know just telling them uh just being a general cuz quarterback is a general and we uh he put us in a position He tell me I need to come here when this happened, you know. So uh, that takes time, but I feel like out here in practice, he's starting to uh, get there. And yeah, he's doing it good right now.